Got some quick announcements. Uh, thank you for everyone who showed up to the workday yesterday. It's <laughs> <sighs> a lot of work. We got a lot. We got a lot done. We got all of the youth room walls painted yesterday. Wow. Thank you. Uh, if you feel like you missed out yesterday, contact me. We saved a few projects for you. Okay. Um, please stay for lunch today. We have Belgian waffles with fruit and cream and bacon. So, yes. And we won't tell anybody outside the church if that's not what you're supposed to eat today, but stay with us. And we're having iced coffee and lemonade as well. So, uh, nursery is available today in case you didn't know for little ones. And we cl got classes for kids from preschool all the way through seventh grade. Uh, Wednesday, tune in at 9.15 um, on Facebook. Uh, we have Touchpoint with Pastor Stephen Joyce, Motivational Gifts, Part 4. 6 p.m. this week, there will be no youth group, no kids' activities, no men's group. Um, we can do some work stuff if you want. Contact me. Um, that will be the case for two weeks. We'll get back in the groove on the 24th. Tomorrow, May 8th, will be the kickoff meeting for ladies uh, Bible study at 6.30. Um, did you, if you have any information, talk to Joan. Um, are we allowed to say where we're meeting, where you're meeting? Here at the church. Okay, great. Okay, you've got some books for the Bible study. All right, is her phone number up there? 556-2449. Uh, May 14th, we will be having a child dedication here at the church. If you'd like to dedicate a child on that day, please contact Pastor Steve ahead of time. On May 20th, March for Jesus will be taking place. That's a Saturday. Uh, we're gathering at the J.W. Smith Elementary School at 1215. Uh, Mar the march begins at 1, all the way down to the Paul and Babe uh, Park. For more information, visit BemidjiMarchForJesus.com. The next day, May 21st, you're invited to a bridal shower for Faith Weber. She's engaged to Stephen Sharon. Uh, and I, I should have asked ahead of time. I assume this is for the ladies. Um, lunch and desserts will be provided after the church from the shower is from 12 p.m. to 2 p.m. RSVP with uh, Abby Cootley uh, by next week. Uh, her number there should be up there, 368-7200. Uh, the couple is registered at Amazon and The Knot. Uh, for giving online or to hear archived Sunday and Wednesday messages, go to our website, tenstrikecommunitychurch.com. Or if you want to hear audio versions of the Sunday services, you can go to soundcloud.com backslash church. We also have podcasts in Apple or Google. Go to Tenstrike Community Church Podcast. All right, well... Um, I have to be honest here, uh, pastors, uh, I moved some stuff here this morning for the speaker and everything and underneath the, does anybody know what's underneath that little brown wooden piece? Pastor Steve and I know. Uh, one of the things is a gift from, from Danny, uh, Kent Dudley's son, and he calls this church the Owie Church. And Forgive me, but that just never sat right with me, like the Aoi church, like I'm a part of the Aoi church. But yesterday, when I was fixing some Aoi's in the church, um, I was painting uh, in the new edition. This new edition was built over 
20 years ago, still feels new to me. And there's a few owies. Um, we are an active church. I was working in the activity room of the youth room. And uh, we care about this building. So we take care of it. We fix the owies in the church. And, uh, I, but I've been sharing with some of my friends how much this church family means to me. I love you. And I thank you for loving me for all the time I've been going to this church. And I'm not going anywhere. Um, more important than painting walls and, and fixing the building, which is important, it's more important that we grow together as a family. And guess what? The longer I know you and the longer you know me, we find out that we have some always imperfections. And we need patience and love to grow with each other. And that's important. We get to know each other at a deeper level. And I've been reading about the Apostle Paul. And when he was traveling, he was always looking for opportunities to share the good news. But the important thing is he stuck to the message. There were a lot of people that said, oh, what about circumcision? What about this? What about that? Paul did things to keep people focused on the main message. And as we love each other and as we grow together and we find out that we have differences, I think it's important as a church family that we focus on what we have in common. We love Jesus. We love each other. We have patience with each other. And if you find out that I have imperfections, um, you know, I trust that you'll have grace. Some of you know me well enough to know that I'm full of imperfections. So it's only my wife that's perfect. I mean, uh, only Jesus that's perfect. Uh, my wife is amazing. She's perfect for me. So I give my tithes and offerings here at Ten Strike Community Church because you're a part of my family. I believe in this church. I believe in the ministry that we do here. I had a great time, whatever we do, working together, playing together. And I also believe in the kingdom work that we support outside of these church walls. If you want to give your tithes and offerings here this morning, we have black boxes up against the wall. Or again, you can give online at tenstrikecommunitychurch.com. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for the family of God that you have for us, Lord. We're so thankful to be a part of that family, and we trust you to guide and direct us every step of the way. Lord, bless the gifts that we give this morning. Bless the giver as we give in Jesus' name. Amen. I would like to introduce uh, this morning, uh, if you haven't met her, one of our church family for a long time, here and gone and back again. So glad that you're here. Uh, could you welcome Cindy Davis this morning? Good morning. When Dean was singing the song um, that had the words, from your mother's womb, you have been called. That is so true for each one here. I just wanna give a shout out to my mom who's been so faithful in this church, who's attended this church a long time. How long? 60 years, 
Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Mom. Um, I just, the importance, um, I just want to say I love you. And um, how important it was she raised uh, me and my siblings, there were five of us, in the Lord, knowing God and loving God with all of our heart. And so mothers, every mother out here, you are so important. Your children depend on you to raise them to love God and to know God. Thank you, mothers. The title of my message this morning is, oh, let's pray real quick. Father God, we thank you, Lord. Father, you are so good to us. I thank you for all of the wisdom that you give, Lord. All of the knowledge that you have for us to learn. Father, I pray that we will always be learning, Father, always knowing that you are the focus of our life. Thank you, Lord. Amen. The title of the message this morning is Truth Versus Deception. And I'm hoping to show you the importance of our need for the power of the Holy Spirit to dwell within us. If there is anything we need more in these times that we are living, it is the guiding of the Holy Spirit into all the truth so that we are not deceived. The definition of deceive is to cause someone to believe something that is not true. Truth versus deception. Number one, our defense against deception is truth. Number two, truth comes from God's word. God's word is revealed to us by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the spirit of truth. This is the same spirit, Holy Spirit, that Jesus sent into the world after he ascended back to heaven and sat at the right hand of God where he is to this day, interceding for us. Praise God. Romans 8, 34 says, Who is to condemn? Christ Jesus is the one who died. More than that, who was raised, who is at the right hand of God, who indeed is interceding for us. This should bring us so much comfort knowing that Jesus right now, 
right where you sit, right where I stand, is interceding for me, for you, right now. He's doing that. John 16, 7, Jesus said, I tell you the truth, it is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the helper will not come to you. But if I depart, I will send him to you. That is a promise. Why is it to our advantage to have the Holy Spirit? Jesus said in John 16, 13, when he, the spirit of truth, comes, he will guide you into all the truth. What will he do? He will guide you into all the truth, not deception, but truth. He will not speak on his own. He will speak only what he hears, and he will tell you what is yet to come. He's going to bring prophetic revelation to you to what is yet to come. In the end of verse 15, which you don't have up there, Abby, um, Jesus said, that is why I said the Spirit will receive me, will receive from me what he will make known to you. So the job of the Holy Spirit, according to this verse, number one, he will guide us into all truth and bring revelation. It is the job of the Holy Spirit to guide us, those who believe in him, into all the truth so that we're not deceived. I cannot stress this enough. When we live in a world where people can't figure out if they are a boy, a girl, or an animal, or a marshmallow, it is getting about that ridiculous. We need help. Let me tell you how a gender-confused person thinks. They truly believe because they are convinced through deception by somebody that they are a boy or a girl stuck in the wrong body. That's what they truly believe. And that is why we see mutilation and irreversible surgical damage done to children as young as kindergarten. God help us. Another great deception. A fetus is not a baby, and that it is all right, the right of a woman, to murder, to sacrifice her child, that's right, child sacrifice, for the sake of convenience right up to birth. Can you even imagine that? 
The last Supreme Court justice put in by this current administration, when asked to define a woman, she could not. How is this possible? One word, deception. Genesis 1.27 says, so God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. God's word says there are only two genders, male, XY chromosome, female, XX chromosome, that's all. Last I heard, Google says there's 112 genders and counting. That is a lie, ladies and gentlemen. John 8, 44, Jesus was talking to the religious leaders of the day, and he said, you belong to your father, the devil, and you want to carry out your father's desires. He was a murderer from the beginning, not holding to the truth. What? Not holding to the truth. For there is no truth in him when he lies. He speaks his native language, for he is a liar and the father of lies. This shows you how far we have strayed as a nation from the truth of our founding fathers. But should this surprise you? No. The Antichrist spirit is alive and well in the world. And we have been warned in 1 Peter 5, 9, we're told to resist him, standing firm in the faith. What? Resist him, standing firm in the faith. Because you know that the family of believers throughout the world are undergoing the same kind of sufferings. You see, the only tool that Satan has in his toolbox is deception. The only power he has is the power that you give to him by the words of your mouth. John 10.10, 10, Jesus says, the thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. But I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. You see, the only purpose, the thief's only purpose is to steal, kill, and destroy you and your family. Through deception. But I have good news for you. Jesus said, I have come 
that you may have life and have it to the full. This is the truth. This is the word of God. John 8, 31 through 32, to the Jews who believed in him, Jesus said, if you hold to my teaching, then you are my disciples. Verse 32, then, when? When you hold to his teachings, you will know the truth, and this is the truth that will set you free. Praise God for his word that brings truth to us as we seek him and the Holy Spirit brings us revelation as we read this word. Amen. John 14, 7, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one, no one comes to the Father except through me. Number one, Jesus is the only way to the Father because he shed his blood for our sins. Number two, Jesus is life, eternal life. In John 10.10, 10, we just read, he came that you might have life and have it to the full. Number three, Jesus is truth, absolute truth. The Antichrist spirit, and let me explain, the Antichrist spirit is anything that comes against Jesus Christ. The Antichrist spirit in the world says there is no absolute truth. Why? To destroy morality. The word the Lord gave me was erode. Erode morality in this nation. The definition of erode is to gradually wear away, gradually destroy. If there, you see, if there's no morals, you can do or be anything you want, right? Now you see why we need the spirit of truth. John 14, 15 through 16, Jesus promises the Holy Spirit. He said, if you love me, keep my commands, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate. You see, Jesus was the, our first advocate. He will give you another advocate to help you and to be with you forever. Always. He will be with you always. Never leave you. The Spirit, verse 17, the Spirit of truth. You see, the world cannot accept him because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you 
Know him, for he lives within you, and he will be in you. He lives with you and will be in you. The definition of an advocate is to give support. The Holy Spirit will support you and help you in any way you need. Our total trust, total dependence needs to be upon the Holy Spirit. John 14, 26, Jesus says, but the advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and will remind you of everything I have said to you. The job of the Holy Spirit, according to this last verse, number three, he is our teacher and our remembrance. That's awesome. So when you put this word into you, the Holy Spirit, which is within you, reminds you of what you read. Isn't that awesome? So if you say to me, you don't have very good memory, I beg to differ with you because you have the Holy Spirit within you to remind you of everything you have read in God's Word. That's one of his jobs. So when you put God's Word into your heart, the Holy Spirit will teach you and will remind you of Jesus' words so that we will not forget the truth. It is so important to put God's word into your heart. In Luke 24, 49, Jesus was talking to his disciples and he said, and behold, I am sending the promise, the what? The promise of my Father upon you. Remain in the city until, what? Until you have been clothed with power from on high. Acts 1-4, Jesus said after his death and resurrection, before he was taken up into heaven to be with his father, on one occasion, while he was eating with them, he gave them this command. That is a strong word, command. He commanded them, do not leave Jerusalem, but wait. What? Wait for the gift my father promised which you have heard me speak about before his death and resurrection in Luke 24. We just read. He spoke about this promise. Wait for the gift my father promised, which you have heard me speak about. Verse 5, for John baptized with water, but in a few days you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. 
Verse 8, skip down, but you will receive power when? When the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. Praise God for our missionaries. Praise God for every single one of you who open your mouth and speak the truth to your neighbor, to your coworker. Do you know that right now the Holy Spirit is moving strongly upon the earth in the hearts of those who do not know him, do not know Jesus, and you would be surprised that if you would just say something, they are so willing, especially this younger generation, they are wanting the truth, so willing to receive the words that you have. You need this boldness, this power from the Holy Spirit. We need this today because now is the time to speak. Jesus knew his disciples were going to need this power, this indwelling of the Holy Spirit, and able to complete the work that he called them to do. You see, this is the same power, the same indwelling, the same filling up of the Holy Spirit that we have today enable for us to fulfill the purposes of God. Not our own purpose, God's purpose. He has called each one of you to do. He has a plan and a purpose, but his purpose is for you to complete the purpose that he has for this world. Isn't that awesome to be partners with Jesus Christ? With God the Father, we get a partner with him. The Holy Spirit, he is the spirit of truth, and he gives us wisdom and knowledge from God to know the truth so that we will not be deceived in these times. For greater, don't ever forget this verse. This is an amazing verse. For greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. 1 John 4, 4 says, You, dear children, are from God and have overcome them because, what? Because the one who is in you is greater than the one who is in the world. Verse 5 says, they, those who do not belong to God, are from the world, and therefore they speak the viewpoint of the world, and the world listens to them. 1 John 4, 6 says, but we, those who have believed in God, we belong to God. And those who know God listen to us. 
But if they do not belong to God, they do not listen to us. That is how we know if someone has the spirit of truth or the spirit of deception. That is how we know someone is telling the truth or trying to deceive you. Praise God for the Holy Spirit. When we are filled, when we are clothed with this power from on high, the Holy Spirit gives us boldness to stand up and proclaim the truth even in the face of opposition because there is no failure with him. Amen? Amen. The workings of the Holy Spirit that we covered this morning, number one, he will guide us into all the truth and bring revelation. Number two, he will be our advocate, our support, our helper. Number three, he will be our teacher and our remembrance. He will teach you and remind you of Jesus's words that we put into our heart as we read his word. So we will know the truth. Now this is not an exhaustive list because the Holy Spirit does a lot of things. And if you've been walking with him and talking with him and communing with him, you know that I'm telling you the truth. He's so much more than these three points that I've picked out today. So much more. God has promised us this Holy Spirit. We read in Luke 24, Jesus said, I am sending you the promise of my Father so you will be clothed with power. In Acts 1, Jesus said, wait for the gift my Father promised. You will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. And in verse 8, you will receive power when you're baptized with the Holy Spirit, when he comes on you. This is the power that helps us to know the truth that overcomes the enemy and his deception. We need to be wise in these times because I don't know about you, but there is so much deception going on right in front of your eyes. How do you know? Let me ask you this question. How do you know that what you're watching on the news is the truth? 
How do you know they're not lying to you? The power of the Holy Spirit within you should bear witness with your spirit whether you're hearing the truth or deception. You know, I grew up back in the day and we believed what the news told us, right? We didn't have any reason not to believe them. But today is a different story. You cannot believe, unless you're tuned into, and there are so many, and you can ask me later if you want some of them. Unless you're tuned into a news station that you can trust, you, you can't believe everything that you hear. Donald Trump says, he calls them the fake news, but we know that the spirit within us helps us to know whether we're being lied to or not. So I've spoken to you this morning about the importance for our need to be filled with this power from on high. And right now, I want to just give an invitation today that if you feel like you did not receive this power that Jesus is speaking about in his word, and you want this to be a reality in your life today, you want this power, you know you're saved, you have the Holy Spirit, but you want to take the next step and have this infilling of the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues. God the Father wants you to have this. He wants this to be part of you. So much wisdom comes from this. When you intercede in the Holy Ghost, when you intercede in the Holy Spirit within you, when you pray in God's language, the spirit language, for that's what it is, the spirit language, when you pray in the spirit language, he brings revelation to you. When you're praying in the spirit, sometimes you might not know what you're saying, but you know what? So many times I know that when I'm interceding on my knees, praying in the spirit for someone, he gives me a word. He gives me wisdom for what, he's, what I'm praying about. You know, one time I remember he woke me up in the middle of the night and I just felt like I was supposed to pray. And so I started praying, who knows, for who? <laughs> I just started praying in the spirit because it says in Romans 8 that when you don't know how to pray, he will give you the ability to pray, what? According to God's will. Right? Isn't that powerful? You have this power within you when you pray in the Holy Spirit. You are literally praying according to God's will. 
So I could have been praying for someone on the other side of the world. I could have been praying for who knows, a Chinese person locked in a jail, a pastor being whipped and beaten. Who knows what I was praying for? But God knows what you're praying for. He's the one. Because when you're praying in the spirit, in God's spirit language, you are praying according to God's will. That is so amazing. Thank you, Jesus, for giving us that gift. So if you want this power that I'm speaking about, and you know that you don't have it yet, but you really desire this so that you can be used by God. I mean, you can be used by God, but this, this is really powerful. Why do you think that Satan hates this gift so much? Because he knows that when we pray in the Spirit, he knows that we're praying according to God's will, and he knows the power that we have, that he is under our feet, right? So why wouldn't you want this gift? Satan, I, I remember, went to a church, this is a long time ago, I, had rec I received the gift of the Holy Spirit when I was 18 years old. My sister, Vicki, Sharon, which you all know, sat down with me when I was 18, and she said, this is so important. Of course, you know, I didn't know. So I prayed with her, and I received it. But you want to know the lies that Satan brought to me right away? You don't know what you're saying. That's just gibberish. How do you know? Here's a good one. How do you know that it's not Satan that's speaking through you? I've heard that one, right? This is how much Satan does not want you to have this gift because of the power that he knows that is packed with it. This is powerful. So I just want to give an invitation. Anyone here who doesn't have this gift and would really desire to have this gift so you can be woke up in the middle of the night and pray for someone in the spirit on the other side of the world. I just want you to stand up right where you're at and I just want you to hold out your hands and just receive this gift. You see, the Father wants you to have this gift. He wants you to be filled with this power, this boldness, to stand, to be firm in what you believe, in your faith, never to doubt what you believe. Even in the face of persecution, people, we need to know who we are. We need to have this power within us so that we can be bold, so we can stand, so we can be speakers of the truth, right? So right now, wherever you're at, just raise your hands and ask him as I pray. Just ask him for this power. And you know, afterwards, when we dismiss here, if you want to come forward, we always have ministry here in the front, um, 
and you can just come forward and, and we'll, if you didn't receive it right where you're at, boom, <laughs> when I pray for you, come forward and we'll pray for you because this is something God wants you to have. This is such a precious gift. So if you want to just raise your hands, Father God, fill us, Lord. Fill us, Father God, with your boldness. Fill us, Father God, with your strength. Fill us, Father God, to full and overflowing, Father, with this gift that your Father promised, that you promised to send to us. This is a promise. Fill us, Father, with this promise of the speaking with power, with, in the spirit, with tongues, Lord God, with the evidence of speaking in tongues, Lord God, we desire, we desire this gift within us, Father, that we would be able to be speakers of the truth and not hearers only but speakers of the truth. Father, I thank you. I thank you, Father God. I worship you, Lord. Fill us up. Fill us up afresh. Fill us up anew with your Holy Spirit. I know you desire us, oh God, to be filled with this gift that you sent to us, that we may be able to fulfill the purposes, your purposes that you have on this earth for us to do. We want to do your will. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Cindy. So good. Amen. Thank you for that boldness and for just speaking forth the truth. The Lord's given you a voice. He's given you a heart and he's given you a voice to speak forth the truth. And today you shared with us where to find the truth and uh, where the darkness can be dispelled and the light come forth. Psalm 119, 130 says, the entrance of that word brings forth the light, and that dispels the darkness. And yes, I affirm that, that prayer language. I'm just a couple months shy of having received that 50 years ago, that prayer language. And uh, so thankful for it. We use it. We're using Joyce and I are using that more and more now in these days. And a lot of times, sometimes we know we have a sense of what we're praying for, but other times we don't really. But we're so thankful for it. But yes, if you would like to have prayer for that or something else, please be free to come forward for prayer. 
and also for fellowship and waffles and bacon and whipped cream, whip, what kind of cream topping and all that kind of stuff. So God bless you. Amen. Hallelujah.